0: Hello and welcome to the Don't Be Afraid podcast. My name is Andrew. Thank you for listening. What would you do to get back home from a Siberian wasteland? Would you dance with your cat? This is the story of a Polish lieutenant sent to the gulags of the Soviet Union and the thousands of miles trekked Get Back Home. This is based on a book, and its veracity has been questioned. This is a movie review. This is the film The Way Back. The director of this film is Peter Weir. He has made many successful films, not all of them to my taste or liking, including Witness, The Truman Show, Dead Poets Society, One I Particularly Don't Like, and Master and Commander. Shiver me timbers! I think, as I look at his filmography, I can be challenged to appreciate his work. But I'm aware he's a confident storyteller and has some integrity. He's not making things like Transformers or Avengers 49. The Search for Curly's Gold. This film is about the frozen wastelands in Siberia during World War II. So it's clearly a laugh riot. A lot of fun. I was interested in this film also due to my love of the outdoors. Because I appreciate a good hike and a camping trip. This film is not that. This is the story of people being... Dragged out to the middle of nowhere Siberia, forced to do labor in mines and work to death. Humans reduced to gulag prisoners and finding a way to escape resonates with me. It's a call back to earlier times, to earlier man, resourcefulness. Like when you lose your keys, but much, much worse. Nature doesn't care. You face trial by fire or ice and you win or you fail. There's something pleasing about There's no legalistic argument to get out of it. A true test. This is a story about man versus nature. One of the classic themes of storytelling. It is a story of human endurance and human spirit. As I said, there are debates regarding the veracity of this tale. But I'm going to focus on the story in the film. I enjoy the film. And I want to encourage you to watch it and enjoy it if you're so inclined. In the middle of the frozen tundra of Siberia. Surrounded by brutal unforgiving frozen nothingness. Finding the nerve to walk forward instead of walking backward to your cot inside the gulag. That's what we're talking about today. Imagine the misery of the gulag. Imagine the daily toil. The minimal food, many men forced inside small rooms, minimal provisions, light clothing, freezing outdoors, the suffering, you can't just call yourself an Uber, the absence of humanity, the bureaucratic evil, the lack of McDonald's. Now imagine walking 4,000 miles, going over the Himalayas, finding your way. And as you're going, you have minimal supplies, only what you find, scavenge, forage for, hunt for you'll find a way to be resourceful. Like when you order mashed potatoes as a side and you realize they didn't give you a sport. Or you won't. Would you do it? Could you do it? Several men in the gulag went out and challenged nature. These are men who were trained to mistrust each other. Inside the prison of the gulag, they were told each other were spies. Rumors were spread on purpose. People were rewarded for telling on each other. Like that kid in third grade who always used to try to be teacher's pet. I hated that kid. Turning on each other just to get a leg up people reduced to the lowest form of, I don't know, what do you call an anti-community? Because that's what it is. Instead, these men walked out into the nothing to see if they could find their way home. So I'll digress for a minute. This is a story of a Polish lieutenant. Claims are that he made a 4,000 mile trek from Gulag imprisonment south, eventually to Calcutta. Later, After the War records show that not exactly everything he said was true, but... But I like the story. I like the film. I think some of the things he said were true. I suppose just speculation, but he... He may have lied to sell a book bottom line there may be another reason for his lies if he was involved in some sort of espionage or intelligence work i don't think there's anything to that that really is my speculation but i think most likely the details were exaggerated to sell the book but the film itself is solid it is what it is thank you for listening so throughout the film you feel the weight of this arduous task this journey there's a realism for lack of a better word And that's what makes up what matters in this story. The unforgiving wolves, the starvation, six men sent out, six men set out, only three of them survived. That much is true. The tone of the film is rather serious, but it has some very funny moments, which come as a relief. You can feel the cold as they're suffering. You realize that their utter lack of gear would be a nightmare to be in that situation. No proper boots, no proper jackets you feel their suffering and their longing to be home. The performance of the of the actors is strong since it's a story of a trek through unforgiving nature you need to care about them and that happened for me personally. This story after being told rewards the viewer with a sense of release and relief when they do get through the journey. That's the long and the short of it. I reviewed this film because I have an interest in prisoners of war. I have an interest in experiences of those in the gulags. I wish there was more detail about what happened there. I know there's Solzhenitsyn. The gulags were awful work camps where people would be worked to death, they were terrified, they were threatened, they were beaten, they were starved sometimes, they given minimal food so that they wouldn't have the energy to revolt. I also reviewed this film because I think it's little known, like the gulags themselves, and I like the performances by Ed Harris and Colin Farrell. They've both been in several films I've enjoyed. Not a big fan of films, I'd say 99% of them are horrible. I don't like the messages, found in most films. I don't think there's much worthwhile going on in most films and I've done some reading over the years about forgotten POWs and MIAs and there were several Americans as I understand it that were taken off to the gulags after World War II and they were written off. Maybe this is my first entry into talking about that. This podcast is a exercise in me going back through things I think aren't focused on that I'd like to see. Maybe it's cathartic for me, maybe it's useful to you, maybe it's something else, I don't know. I know there are incidences throughout the wars that we've had, the 20th century, of family members fighting with the government for decades and decades trying to find out what happened to their loved ones. I think these are meaningful and compelling stories. I aim to talk about those stories more as an overarching theme. I do find myself concerned with the prospect of man being swept underfoot by bureaucracy that doesn't care, and the Nations of the nation state. I don't want to get on my high horse, but it is what it is. The, indiv- the individual being recognized is important to me, but I don't think in the sense that many people talk about it. Ideally, we would have a system which is larger than us, and it urges us to be better and stronger, and most importantly, to be a better part of the system in something that is mutually beneficial. An exchange, not an extraction. I suppose I like this film because it awakened in me the thoughts about the Soviet system, which is the complete inverse of reviving humanity and vitality. It crushes those things with cruelty and the worst kind of bureaucracy. The gulags are the exclamation point on that. Now the book The Long Walk has a 1997 edition and I found some reviews helpful getting my story across. One reviewer says, "People said it couldn't happen, but there are stories out there like that of the man in unbroken." She's referring to Louis Zamperini which my most recent podcast is about that's episode 13 of don't be afraid podcast that's required listening check that out called unbroken spirit she goes on whereby all rights they shouldn't have survived one cannot underestimate the human spirit it was a fantastic story that one could not put down the prison camps in siberia were known for being brutal a story that for some of us makes us wonder why on earth we ever complain nice sent another reviewer says a captivating story i couldn't put it down the only problem is the hyperbole there's no way you can walk in the Gobi desert for 8 days without food or water. Then they crossed the Himalayas mountains without food or proper clothes. Still a good story. That's my takeaway too. It's a good story. I like the film. I think I think the original author of The Long Walk exaggerated to sell a book, but I think the Gulags are fascinating. Solzhenitsyn did a lot to talk about his experiences there. Footnote: He did not have fun. Others have as well. I think there's a lot to learn about other people and ourselves by exploring what happened there. In conclusion, I enjoyed this film. It's not the usual Hollywood vehicle for emotionalism or selling merchandise. But maybe they missed out. Maybe somebody would want to buy a collectible gulag Hollystone sculpture. I will include a link to the trailer below. This has been the Don't Be Afraid podcast. Again, my name is Andrew. Thank you for listening.